What a blessing. Hallelujah. All right. Father, which art in heaven, thank you for the opportunity that you give to us to serve you and to walk in your spirit and your power. Thanks a million for your great blessing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for this great blessing. We love you. We praise you. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. What a blessing. Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18. And I want us to look at an important revelation and then we are going to pray about it. Matthew 18. Verse 1, at the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom? Who is what? The greatest in the kingdom. How many want to be the greatest in Ghana? How many want to be the greatest in America? Two people at the back. Those who want to be the greatest in America, raise your hand. Want to be the greatest in America? Wow. How many want to be the greatest in the kingdom of God? Now, those who want to be the greatest in America, I think you should go to another conference. I I think you've missed your way. I think you've missed your way. Well, here it's not about greatest in America. Hallelujah. Now, it says, Jesus called a little child and unto him and set him in the midst of them. Okay? And said, Verily, I say unto you, except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not be the greatest in the kingdom. Is that what your Bible says? 
You shall not be what? You shall not be what? You shall not enter. Enter the kingdom. Enter. Okay? Then he says, Whosoever shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Amen. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. And whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Wow. Woe unto the world because of offenses. For it must needs be that offenses come. But woe to that man through whom the offenses come. Now, there are two things that every pastor has unspoken ambitions. Do you see? Unspoken uh, goals. It is your dream. But it is not necessarily spoken by you or voiced or articulated. One is to be great. Do you see? One is to be great. One of your goals is to be great. If possible, the greatest. Yeah. If possible, to be the greatest. Then also, I don't think most people want to be the greatest. But people want to be great. Yeah. Pastors, come come in. Come in all the way. Now, um, another aim that most pastors have is to enter into new dimensions and to higher things. These, these are two unspoken goals of a person who is in the ministry. To enter into something new or something greater or into a certain realm. And then another one is when you are in that realm or whichever realm you are in, to be great. These, these two, I mean, uh, you, 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 can, you, you may not know that it is your aim. But it is your aim. Hallelujah. Is it not true? Now, in Matthew chapter 18, Jesus actually gives the key to these two unspoken aims and ambitions of all men of God. Do you see? No, for Jesus to say, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. It's not a small thing. Because it's not easy for Ghana to pass away. But it says that Ghana and Nigeria and all West Africa will pass away. But my words will be standing sure. That's a serious uh, statement to make. In fact, no one ever said any such things about his words. So these two, how many will agree that you have such a goal? But maybe you haven't said it. 
to enter a new and higher level from glory to glory. Second Corinthians three eighteen, from glory to glory. It's not spoken, but it is there. Yeah, you want to enter to something higher, better. All right. And then, how many of you are in something and you want to, I mean, you would like at least to be great in that thing? Is it not true? Tell me if it has, I mean, you will be admit that it is only 16 people here think so. And the rest of you are now seeing that that is the case. All right. Now, Jesus has given us these, the key to these things. And that is, he said, if you are humble like a child, you see, then you shall enter. Amen. You shall do what? Enter the new dimension that you are thinking about. Yes. The new dimension that you are thinking about, you shall enter. So, Jesus is here saying that if you are humble like a child, all right, you will be someone who can enter into realms that have not been entered so far. So, if you have that as a goal, it is now important for you, are you listening? This is the key point. To find what you need to be humble about. It's like you have to search for something in your life. Because see, it's not easy for anybody to ever point out pride to you. No no one in your life will say you are proud. Anybody who says you are proud will be seen as an orangu. True or not true? Straight. I mean, if you say you are proud, I mean, I just want you to know that there's some pride in whatever and so on. I mean, you say, hey, my friend, if you don't like my church, go somewhere. (laughs) It's not easy for someone to tell you that you are proud. And it's not easy for you to hear it. That's why the Bible says, humble yourself. It's something is DIY. In, In England, we have a lot of short called DIY. DIY means do it yourself. In, in England, you cannot easily get somebody to come and repair things because everybody is a rich man in that sense. And you see the carpenter is using a Benz. The Bolaman is using an E-class. So when you call them to come, it's a big project. So you have to learn how to do it yourself. Yes. So everybody does it himself. Yeah. So DIY is also having to do with humility. As for humility, it is a DIY issue. You may be sitting here with big pride. No one can say. Yes, no one can say. No one can say. And when your pride is manifesting, you will I mean you will find scriptures. You'll find scriptures to explain almost everything because Almost everything that has a scripture supporting the left has a scripture supporting the right. (laughs) So, today, the main key is to see what 
there is that you can do to humble yourself in a particular area. I don't know. You know, and this one uh, is, is yourself. Even when I sit down with you, I can't know. Yes. I can't know. It's DIY. You have to do it yourself. Now, if you can get that, I promise you the rooms that are in the kingdom, you will enter them. Oh yeah, the remaining rooms you haven't entered. Bunky has a story that he often tells about how Jesus came to save somebody and when he saved the person, the person allowed him into one of the rooms, the house, and uh, the next day the devil came knocking on the door and uh, when the devil came, the man went to answer the door and the devil beat him up. And then after he came crying to Jesus and said, Jesus, the devil came. You didn't help me. Jesus told him, but you said you gave me this place. I should stay here. So I couldn't, I'm a gentleman. I can't just get involved in things that have not been assigned to me. So the man changed his mind and said, Jesus can be in every room. Yes. So the next day the devil came. Now Jesus was fully in charge. And he opened the door. Here was Jesus. Cobra star. Cobra. It was not easy for Satan. They beat him up. Yes. So, opening every area to Jesus of your life is up to you to welcome him into every aspect of your life. And if you keep him out, he will not go into those areas. And so you have to yourself look at yourself and see what area you get it in my life needs humbling like a child and if I tell you I tell you I don't want to swear you will be annoyed yes pride is really some way it's an invisible evil it's like envy you can't even tell how envious you are and how jealous you are so Every man of God undergoes suffering, do you see, to help to reveal your state of pride. That is one of the reasons why we suffer, because no one can say to you. If the person says, you won't believe. And uh, when a person even feels it, he can't really say it well. And when he explains to you, you will not get what he's saying. And you will actually think that he doesn't like something about you. Or he doesn't really like you. That's why he's even saying all this about pride. So, if you look at Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1, 
and then verse 2, it says, all the commandments I command you this day that you may live and multiply, go in and possess the land of your ministry. And then verse 2, it says, then you shall remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years. You see, to humble thee like the leadings of God through wildernesses, you see, was to humble thee. That if somebody was to say you are proud, wouldn't like the persons again. You say, Charlie, you call for yourself. That, that guy is an orangutan. You know, he called me, he told me that I'm puffed up like a, 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 this is a balloon. But thou shalt remember all the ways which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years to humble thee, to prove thee, to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. Almost every trouble that I have in my life, I see this scripture being fulfilled. Every problem that I have, things that disturb me, worry me, make me cry, make me sad, make me depressed, make me unhappy, make me discouraged. I see the effect is even to low cost. You, you need lowering and humbling, first of all, in your mind. Paul said in Acts chapter 20, he said, you know, I have not kept back anything. And you you should see the manner in which I have lived with you with humility of mind. In humility of mind. Humility of mind. Yes. So humility, it starts in the mind. It starts in the mind. But you will not know that you are not humble in your mind. Yes. How I kept nothing. Humility of mind. Verse 19. Can we have a better person on the screen work? Someone who's better at doing the work, please. I need a better person there. 20 verse 19, please. He said, I have been serving the Lord with all humility of mind. You see that? Humility of mind. I mean, look look at what he's saying in verse 18. He says, and when they were come, he said to them, you know from the first day that I came to Asia, what manner, like how I've been with you at all seasons. All right? Then verse 19. Serving the Lord with all humility of my mind. Like my mind is humble. Yes. My mind is humble. The mind is humble. The mind is low, lowly. 
And you see that when you go through certain experiences, the, your mind, you sort of cool down. That's depression. Depressed means it pressed down. Depressed, pressed. <laughs> yes. Depressed. That's what leads to depression. A mind is brought down, depressed. It's a, when you say, oh, there's a depression in the earth. Or there's a depression on the, on the, on the, on the floor. It means that there's a lowered part of the floor. It's pressed down. And that is why depression is one of the humility effects. You see that you're going down. Yes, you are discouraged and lowered, but it's actually a lowering in the mind. Yes. There are so many things that happen in our lives. If somebody was to tell you, is it pride? Is it because, or what? I'm confident. Is it because I'm confident that you are calling me proud today? When I was giving you advice last time, why didn't you call me proud? When I was praying for you last time, why didn't you call me proud? Today you say I'm proud. Ooh. So God says, God says, he doesn't send people to tell you that you are proud. Eh? Situations. To press you down. And then when you are depressed, you see that, yes, yes. I'm down in my mind. I'm low in my mind. Yes. And when you were not low in your mind, you say things that people are surprised that you can say. Yeah. So, now, and, and notice Paul. He's a great man. He says, I was serving the Lord with humility of mind and with what? Many tears. You see, <laughs> many temptations yes. eh? which fell me by the line in weight of the Jews. And I told you the last time that Paul always calls the Jews the Jews. The Jews don't like him. It's mentioned more than a hundred times. The Jews, the Jews, the Jews, the Jews, the Jews, the Jews. And people feel that his teachings have contributed to the persecution of Jews. Because he mentioned the Jews. It's like the Jews are accused of deicide. Not homicide or suicide, but deicide. The killing of God. Like a deity. So Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 2. You shall remember the way which the Lord led thee in these 40 years. So 40 years, several years of your life. Sometimes you're asking that, but for the last eight years, what I've been experiencing, it takes years to humble you. <laughs> years. It takes years to even change your mind. I'm telling you. Sometimes it takes people years before a change of mind comes. 40 years to humble thee and to prove thee, to test thee and to know what was in thy heart. Whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. Verse 3. 
and he humbled thee. <laughs> and he humbled thee. He humbled thee. He brought you low. He brought you low. And you see, if you will receive the, the lowness which God allows you to go through, you get it? Then you, you, it may actually be an advantage for you. Oh, yes. He humbled thee and he humbled thee. He's not shy at all. Sometimes you say, hey, you did this. He goes, say, yeah, I did it. I did it. He humbled thee. Yes. And suffered thee to hunger. And fed thee with manna which thou knewest not. The experiences. You can't get your banku. You can't get your tilapia. You can't get your hamburgers. He humbled the. He gave you a food that you don't know. Say, eat this one. Wow. It's working on your mind. It's working on you. It's trying to show you something that when somebody tells you, you will mark the person and use a scripture in Romans 16, mark and avoid. That he might make thee to know. So in other words, he's going to give you a teaching. A teaching that can come just like how I'm saying it now. No, 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 no. You you can't get it. But it's going to give you a teaching. And the teaching is that man shall not live by bread alone. A simple word, you could have got an audio message and received that message. 40 years of suffering is before you now speak and say, yeah. You know, I have somebody called Uncle James. He, he told me a story. I was, you know, uh, quite young when he told me that story. And he said that uh, there was a Christian lady, you know, who was married to a Christian man. Then uh, one day her husband got a job in the UN or FA or one of these organizations and traveled. Then he said, when the husband traveled, the wife was alone and then she told, I think, I don't know if she told him or she confessed to whatever that she has not been good to her husband. It is as he has traveled that he's no more around that she realized that she has not been good. But it took her for the husband to go. And for some, it takes them for the husband to die. Oh, yes. When you grow, you will not feel so sorry for widows. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Initially, you feel, later you realize that, no, it's not as you think. Oh, yes. What I'm saying sounds strange, you see. One day I was 
officiating a funeral, and I, saw, I, was, I was looking at the widow, covered with black, sitting there. I wanted to even take Rob <laughs> to go and give her to put on her eyes so that she would pretend to cry. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. When you grow, you, you, your, your feeling of sorrow will be tampered. You look and say, no. As he's even gone, the person is even maybe relieved. Or maybe it's, it's, it's not it's anything so sad. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I look at this lady. When her husband was dying, she never came. Oh, yes. Even for some weeks before he died, he was admitted and then even his voice became soft. Everybody, we all knew that he was going to die. But the the wife didn't come. And she knew what it was. She knew that they had not seen him for a long time. Oh, yes. Then when he died, then she set the date. And when she came, then she stayed for some time. So she stayed after. Oh, yes. But to come, oh, my darling. Oh, I will not see you again. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. And she never came. She never came. She only came for the funeral. Yeah. And she will pose. One day I told somebody, if your husband dies, I'll be the one walking with you to the graveside. And I will tell you quietly, try and cry. Try and cry. <laughs> try and cry. <laughs> Let some tears come. <laughs> I'll have rub in my bag. When I give you small, put it on your eye to help you to cry. Anyway, back to let's be serious. <laughs> he humbled thee. He humbled thee forty years. How many years does it take to teach you one message? When it comes to humility, sometimes it takes a long time. Yeah, for us to go through. So every difficult and some way experience that I have, I always consider this one is part of my, you are, you are nothing. You are nothing. Yeah. You are nothing. Bring you low. And then depression. Oh, yeah. If you are a spirit, on a spiritual journey, you experience depression. You experience depression. You look and you feel low. You feel low and discouraged. So you relish moments of encouragement. (laughs) The joy of the Lord. You will enjoy the joy of the Lord. Your key to your next level. eh? That's what I say. To enter what you cannot enter. To come to the level. you, You see the realm of an evangelist. You see that room, that beautiful room of an evangelist standing. Look, it's a great privilege. If you are ever given, I don't know, if you are ever given that privilege, it's one of the greatest privileges. You know, one day I was with a doctor here. We were in Guinea-Bissau. The capital of Guinea-Bissau is called Bissau. So I was in Bissau. So the capital city, and we were having a crusade. I was sitting on the stage. You know, and he was sitting by me. 
He's always sitting by me. And I said to him, Charlie, we are blessed. Who? Hey, we are blessed where we are. He said, oh yes. It's not about the country. The country itself, first of all, there was no light in the whole country. The electric poles, eh, there were some electric poles, but no cables at all. The whole country from north to south, you know where we do crusade, we start from the last town and come. So we started from the last town and came to the capital. The last crusade was in the capital. Nobody has light in the whole country. And the main thing they use are torches. So when we came and we said, what is there that we can give the people that will be a blessing to them? They said, oh, torch, torch. Yes, torch. It's the main thing, it's a torch. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, when, when I was leaving the country, you know, at the airport, you have to walk from the airport building to the plane, like many airports. But I tell you, Ghana airport is an advanced airport. Yes. Now, even before this new one, before this new one. <laughs> so anyway, I was walking to the plane. So as I was walking, I was hearing the sound. <laughs> so I was asking her, ah, what am I feeling under? Right up to the plane. So I look at the gravel. I said, gravels. I said, hey, gravel. Yes, airport. the airport where the plane was. I'm not talking about the riches of the country. But I felt so blessed and I remember the I turned to myself, hey, we are so blessed. If God ever allows you to be an evangelist, to stand and to speak the gospel of Jesus Christ, is the, the most wonderful thing to me. I don't know, maybe for you want to go to America or uh, some other places, but for me, it's a wonderful thing. And it was when I was in Guinea-Bissau that I, I felt... Do you remember when I told you? I remember. Vivaldi was singing. Vivaldi was singing? Yes, he was singing. And we were just about to go and preach. And you turned to me and said, we are really blessed, Dr. Go. I said, yes. It was a nice feeling. Wonderful. And that is a room that God desires to give you. A room that you can enter for your ministry. Yes, a room of an evangelist. A realm of an evangelist. A realm of a, someone who brings the gospel of Jesus Christ to places. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a big thing. It's a big thing from God for you. But how, do, how you will enter is what I'm talking about now. That's what I'm saying. That Jesus gave us these two keys. One is to enter something and then one to be great in it. Yes. To enter something or to be great in the something you are entering. And that is Matthew 18. Look at it. Beautiful. He says, Jesus said, who is great? How can you be very great in the kingdom? Eh? 
And then he answered, except you are little children, you cannot enter things. Entrance. Enter. So you, you'll be looking at it as a video. But you yourself to enter that thing, you cannot. You cannot enter. Except you have this particular quality. And then in verse 3, uh, yeah, you cannot enter. You know? So, and then verse 4. Whosoever shall humble himself, therefore, as this little child, will become great. So, in other words, every one of us must search for what should I do next? What shall I do now? What thing is there that I have to do next that is a humble thing? Yeah. 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 What thing is there that I have to do? Is there sorry that I have to say? Is there a you Sorry always involves humility. You know, when people are very proud, they don't say sorry. They act the sorry. Like if they are even sorry, they will act it. To say the sorry, they know. To act it. They will act by doing things that show that they've changed. They act sorry, but they don't say sorry. Oh yeah, we have acting sorry and saying sorry. You didn't know that we have acting sorry and saying sorry. Yes. So, whosoever, you know, to say sorry, is there a sorry that must, you must say? Huh. Is there a U-turn you must take? Because when you take a U-turn, it shows that all the way you were going towards Aflao, it was wrong. Yes, it was all wrong. All that you've been doing is wrong. No, that's, 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 that's serious. I mean, to admit that all this was wrong. That's why people don't do U-turns. When their ministry requires a U-turn, they will not do it. Because when you do the U-turn, you are trying to show that you've been wrong all along. Be wrong. The whole thing is a, is a mistake. Yeah. The whole thing is a mistake. Yeah. Is there a U turn somewhere that you are saying in Tenny? In Tenny, and you, are, you said you were going to Takradi, but you are going towards Aflau. I mean, it's not the same direction. So, no, eventually when we get to Africa, there's a northern corridor. We pass through Ko and then on through the eastern region and gradually through Kumasi and there's a way through Asim Fosu and then we'll be in Takradi. Ah! <laughs> Why not take a U-turn? God sent me to ask you, is there a U-turn somewhere that you are supposed to take? Yes. That will change everything. Yeah. And as for during the taking of the U-turn, and the people will say, ah! So you mean from Tema, we've reached Sogakope, we are now around, what do you call it? You say that it is all this is wrong. Say, yes, it is all wrong. But people will hear that you've been, well, all, all this was, yes, they will hear. But it's the way to enter. Yeah, and that's why people don't enter things. 
Because the Luciferian nature of pride is in human beings. That's why I said that it's not only Lucifer who has fallen, but the human race has also fallen. Yeah. Is there a U-turn? Is there somebody whom you must koto to? Or kowtow? Is there somebody you must acknowledge? Yes. Is there a decision that brings you shame and humility that you must take? Yeah. One day I preached a message and I know everybody was listening very intensely. The message was three master keys to getting married. Yes. Three master keys. And these three keys will make every woman get married. Oh, yes. Key number one. Do you want to know the three? Are you sure? No, it's only the 16. So all of you in front here, see me after church. number one humility key number two humility key number three humility yes 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 One day I went to England and I saw some sisters, unmarriageable sisters. Unmarriageable sisters. And uh, you advise, take this step, take this step. No, 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 no. Then one day I saw one of them in town. I said, hey, what are you doing? He said, oh, I'm, I'm here now. I said, really? She had taken a step away from that environment. She came to join us in the village. We were there when one of the villagers came to her and says, sister, I'm in love with you. <laughs> oh, yes, she took a step. To come from the city to the village. And right in the village. She was found by a brother. And when the brother married her. That was it. She was off. And she's coolly married. Because key number one is humility. Key number two is humility. And key number three is humility. You are entering a new dimension of ministry. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. You are entering a new dimension of ministry. Yeah. What area? Is it apostolic? Yes. How to have many churches. Not just one church. How to have many churches. 
It's a room. Yes, it's a room. I mean, you can be a pastor for years, but you can easily not ever enter the apostolic where you have several churches that are stable. Yes, stable churches. There are so many people here who are not from Ghana. They are not Ghanaians at all. You'll be surprised if you ask them, where are you from? You'll be shocked what they will tell you. Many of us are simply local champions. You are what? Local champions. Than someone, uh, uh, what do you call it? Than someone 11. <laughs> Than someone FC. Versus Kaneshi. Yes. <laughs> there is a room called the International Room of Ministry. Yes. How many want to be in an international room of ministry? Yes, 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 yes. Recently, I met somebody who was converted during my Mali crusade, Bamako crusade. Yes. There is a realm for international, there's there's a realm you do for international ministry, and there's way to enter it is the key. I mean, I didn't write the Bible. Jesus said, you enter the kingdom. You enter the rooms. That's the story I was telling you about monkey, that the kingdom has rooms. There are different sections that you can be in. You enter, you enter, you enter, you enter. You see that all this has been cut off from you. Yes. When you go to people's house, you see that all this place, they have not asked you to come there. Yes. They have not asked you to come there. Is it not true? You are in the house, but you have not been asked, oh, this side, this side, this side, this side. So, these are not for visitors. You will be entering every room that God has for you. What area, what room of your ministry eh, do you desire to enter? I'm telling you. Not because I know. Because I, I know nothing. But because Jesus Christ said it. That if you humble yourself like a child. You will enter. The kingdom. You want to have international people. You have to humble yourself. Yeah. You may, yeah there will be a step that is humble. Humbling. Yeah. And when you take that step. Do you see you will become more international and your ministry will attract international people and international people will come. But it's a humble step. Don't ask me what the step is, but I know that it will be involve humility. Don't ask me what is that step. I know, but I'll tell you that it will involve humility. Yeah. You want to teach. You want to enter the room of a teacher. Huh? It will involve humility. Yeah. Every step up is down. Derek Prince has a message called up is down. Up is down. You go up by going down. You can go and look for it. Up is down. Yes. 
Going up is always going down. You, you are preaching. You know, you have, Bishop Oedipo, you know, he said, look, one day he came for, uh, they were having all night, you know. And when he came, he saw, I mean, about 28 people. And he asked himself that, what? Me? I'm in full-time ministry. I'm having all night. Only 28 or whatever people are here. It can never be. There is something wrong. He turned around. He said, no, I'm not called to all night. Yes, I'm not called to all night. <laughs> he has to turn around. And this thing is not for me. And something else is for me. Yes. He turned around. Almost every step to the next place for you involves humility. Yeah. There will be some humble step somewhere. God will be looking and watching. You see that you can take this step. Take this step now. You want to be rich? Yeah? You want to be rich? You don't know anybody? Yeah? Can you stay in an uncompleted house? I can. I have. I stayed in an uncompleted house for years. Oh, yes. House without windows. House without floor. House without many things. Yes. You can't. If I tell you to do that, you, you, you may be angry with me, but you, would, you, would you do that? Yeah. Will you do that? I remember one time when I, when I, when I told somebody that oh, I'm staying here, I've moved to this place, and so on. It's like the person, oh, why? Why? I said, oh, that's what I have. That's what I have. That's what I have. I've never rented a house before. I've never rented a house. I've only uncompleted house. House without this, house without this, house without this, house without that. I've had it. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. But you see, when we tell you something, you will not like to do it. If they say, contractor, there is no, we have no, you say, hmm. I've seen people trying to do projects. They will go and bring contractors from here, from here, different type of complex things that cannot be done. And you see, they will be the ornator. Can never start, can never finish. Yeah. Make a U-turn. Yeah. So I'm just asking you, search in your life. What is there that I could do a step? You're not happy in your marriage. And marriage is not working. Huh? Hey, you don't know my husband. You don't know my husband. I tell you. You see him as a pastor. But if you are in the house, you see something different. I've never seen one before, Bishop. If you are married to such a man, you will see fire. Bishop, I want to bring him to you so that you speak to him. He's a very difficult man. Bishop, I need peace in my life. 
Bishop, I need joy. I've been seeing enjoyable marriages all over the place, but my own is not enjoyable. <laughs> Can I come to see you so that you really speak to him? Look, talking to your husband is not going to change much. Yeah. You try. Humble yourself. Yes. And you'll be surprised if we were to sit down with you in your house, we realize that you are proud. Yes. Conflict is always from pride. Yes. Always from pride. Yeah. So this evening, God is asking you, look and see. I wanted to be in the ministry. God had a great ministry for me. Here I was, 1989, 10th of March, called medical doctor. Those days, there were few medical doctors in Ghana. Where my class were 50, 50 doctors. The whole country, there was only one medical school. And I was one. Next step for me was to become cardiothoracic surgeon, pathologist, but the degrees, when I mention my degrees, you think I'm dis- uh, mentioning alphabet. MPCHB, this WFACP, What's the step to becoming a pastor? The room of a pastor or the room of an apostle? I have to set aside all these high things. Hey, many doctors are they know a lot. You see, a doctor knows a lot. So, knowledge puffs up. So, you, you really feel good. You really feel good. You just look and say, you are not educated. You're not educated. You have to put it down and say, okay, I'm nothing. Yeah. One day, I, I, I arrive at the airport of a certain country and I gave my passport. And they said, what? What do you do? I was ashamed. <laughs> I was ashamed to say I was a pastor. So I said, I'm a doctor. Meanwhile, I've stopped the, the doctor. I said, I'm a doctor. So they said, you're a doctor? A doctor of where? I said, a doctor, medical doctor. So okay. So the man looked at my passport. I took my passport and I was going. Then the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, you are ashamed of my work, you see. You are ashamed of my work. You are ashamed of my work. When the man asks you what you are, you say you are a doctor. <laughs> you didn't tell him that you are a pastor. You didn't tell him that you are my servant. <laughs> you are ashamed of my work. I said, oh Lord, I'm sorry. I won't do that again. From now, I'll tell everybody that I'm a pastor. Yeah. <laughs> Now, prophetically, everybody here has something. It's your next step. Everybody lift your hand and say, my next step. Your next step. Your next step. Oh, there is a next step. There's a next step. Either you are to go to enter a new room, or within the room you are, you are going to be greater. These are the two things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. And the next step, you have to uh, take it. You have to take that next step. You know, if you want to have a stable church, no, I thank God for our churches in different countries. And people can't believe that they are all connected to us and all happy to be part of the family. If you want to have that, you, you may have to remove something in your life that takes away your authority. See, authority is a spiritual quality. I say to one, come. And he just does what I say. There are many people that if I call them and say, come tomorrow, from anywhere in the world, they will arrive. I just have to say, come. In fact, they want me to call. <laughs> Not that they want me to call them to come. When are you calling us? When are you calling us to come for a meeting? There's no meeting. We have no hearing of any meeting. We want to come. We decided to come by ourselves. <laughs> that quality of authority over people that are far is something that there are things that you do that take it away from you. And because you've done those things, it has taken away from you the authority that you could have had. Yes. It removes your authority. And one of the things is when you are an orangu. You see, there's a film, if you don't mind, you can watch it. It's called The Bounty. The Bounty. Yeah. It's, about, it's a true story of a ship where it was a British naval ship and they were going on some journey to discover somewhere the far east somewhere. They were far away in the oceans sailing and there was an argument in the ship and the assistant decided, they decided to overthrow the captain. Yeah. <laughs> So, there was a mutiny. And when they organized themselves, they silenced the captain and put him, you know, in a certain place. Then, now, what to do with the captain? So, they decided that instead of killing him or doing anything, they would put him in a lifeboat and leave him on the sea. To see wherever he would get to. Yeah. Oranguso. Somebody created in the image of God. <laughs> Look at what you are doing. You are created in the image of God. Look at what you are doing. Is it right to do something like this? Huh? If you are created in the image of God, God is love. Is that what you do to your captain? To a fellow human being? <laughs> so, they got the captain so the captain came out. You watch the film. You, if you are interested, you watch it. The captain came out. And the captain said, the people said, who is with the captain? And who wants to be with us? 
So some few people said, oh, I'm staying with the captain. I'll not follow this, whatever. So the people who opted to go with the captain, I mean, to be with the captain, the loyal ones, they went with the captain. So the, the captain climbed out of the boat in the middle of the sea, far away. Look at what you are doing to your father. They put him, they gave them food, water, whatever. We don't know what will happen to you. Small boat. As the captain was entering the small boat, he turned around to his assistant and asked him a question which I will never forget. And you should never forget that question also. He turned around to the people who were ushering him into the lifeboat for him to find his life and go wherever he can go. The captain turned to the assistant and those were, he asked him, can you lead these people? Can you lead these people? And then he went back and then he went into the boat. You cannot lead people when you have been a rebel. Oh yes. Can you lead them? It's just a matter of time that they will organize a boat for you too. You have shown them how to organize boats for captains. They've seen how to organize boats for captains. Can you lead these people? And it's a true story. And amazingly, the captain survived. The captain survived. He went to, they went to some island and they were found on the island. And later, another British ship came and found them and took them back to England. And they arrested, they came and arrested the other people. Oh, yes. Orangus created in the image of God. <laughs> so, the question I want to ask you is that, can you pastor these people? Can you be an apostle of our people? Can you send somebody here and the person will be at a distance and then the person will obey? Because they have learned how when we are far away, we talk anyhow. And we behave anyhow. And you speak words. And make comments and things when you are away from the person's presence. They've all learned it. Oh, yes. So now the question is, and they learned it from you. Now you have to ask yourself, can you lead people like this? You can't lead them. You can't lead them. You don't have a certain power over their lives. Authority is to have a certain power. Where you say, come, come. Sit down. Don't talk again. Don't speak again. Yes. And they will be quiet. And somebody else will come and say, sit down. Look. (laughs) I don't know if you have watched it here. There was a man who, in fact, he even printed and made a book. He sits with lions. He feeds them. He eats with them. He relates with them. Do you see? I forget the man's name. But that was his job. I don't know if it's his job or what he's doing. I don't know why he's doing that. But you see, a big lion like this is with them. And the question I want to ask is you. Can you feed such lions in the same way? Do you want to try it? No. There there is a reason why he has a certain authority over those lions. And when when I watch it, I don't like such things. I don't like risky things that are too risky. Yeah. I I don't don't feel comfortable. It's something. 
But he, he has, he, I, I'll find it, I'll find it, I'll show you. You see, see, I think he brought them up from when they were small. He has been with them, he knows them, he gives them food, he is, I mean, he's their friend. You, you are going to also stand say, hey, you, you, they will eat you just now. You will be lunch. <laughs> I see what I'm saying. Satan will make you forget it one day. The day that your fever comes and you want to be an orangu created in the image of God. And you want to orangulize. You see that you forget all these things. You forget the message. Can you lead people? Can you lead people? Can you lead people? Can you lead these people? Are you sure you can lead them? These people that you are teaching how to put a captain in a boat and release him to die. Not that you will never see him again. Mm. You, you see that Satan will make you forget it. Meanwhile, you were there when we were saying all these things. And God is trying to teach you and prevent you from ever doing that. And showing you that the way up eh, to be very great is not to catch your captain and put him in a boat. That's not how you become great. No, catching me and beating me up in public will never make you great. No matter what. Yeah. There is rather a humble step. Yes. Some people wouldn't want to come to Bible school. But you'll be surprised that that thing, coming to Bible school, you know, to humble yourself. Just humble yourself and just be around. Be around. Yes. Just to be around. And I want to use this opportunity to invite, uh, let you invite, send your members to the Bible school. Yes. Send them. A person who wouldn't, you, you will not have people unless you humble yourself. To say, you know, one time I went to someone said, I told him, look, let some people come to the Bible school from your church. We will train them. They will come back to you. Nobody wouldn't listen. The the whole church got finished. The whole church got finished. So, you must make sure people come to the Bible school. That even is a sign of humility. It's a sign of humility. Yeah. You don't want to come to the Bible school, whatever, but you want to go to whatever. It's because you see this as, as low. Yes, and God has intentionally allowed it to be low. To go to Bible school is low. Beautiful. You know, I, wa- I once saw one family. There, you know, many families have brought their children to the Bible school. Many families. Yeah. But usually, not the best of the children. Not the best of the children. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. One, 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 one father came. He said, I want my son to be in the Bible school. He said, and I've not heard it before. He said, there is nothing that my son says that I will believe except good morning or good evening. Apart from these two, I can never believe anything that my son will say. He said, good morning, I believe because I can see that it's morning. And good evening, I can see that it's evening. These are the two things. Apart from that, I cannot believe anything that the says. And he brought him to the Bible school. Yes. 
another one, the Bible, the, the, the children, one of the brothers was a doctor. Another was also a doctor. One was a business person. But this one was a weed smoker, a drug addict. He couldn't stop the drugs. And we brought him. We have brought him. Another one, the head was very big. <laughs> it is called a water head. Hydrocephalus. Hydrocephalus. They also brought him. Yes. But the good children in the family, they take them to go to uh, medical school, law school, nursing school, other school. But the Bible school there is like it is the low school. That's why God says, okay, Bible school is the way. Yes, it's the humble way for you. If you like, don't come. If you like, don't be in it. And we'll see whether you will ever enter any of the rooms that you are desiring. We'll see whether you ever enter. We'll see whether you ever enter. We'll see whether you ever enter. We'll see whether you ever enter anything. We'll see whether you ever amount to anything. Yeah. We'll see whether you can ever amount to anything. Yeah. (laughs) But I see you entering. I see you entering. I see you entering. I see you entering. Yeah. 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 You are entering. Yeah. God is sending a message to you tonight. He's saying that there is something, eh? When you do it, it is a humble step. That's how you know that is the right step. Take that step. Take that humble step. Go down. You see that before you realize you have come into a room that looks very far from you. Very far. It looks impossible. It looks impossible. It looks impossible. It looks impossible. It looks outrageous. It looks it looks distant. Distant. Yeah. Distant. That's why when you are young, a lot of things don't occur to you when you have to do that. You just flow. But when you get older, humility is more difficult for you. Humility is more difficult the older you become. You cannot easily bend an old tree. When it's young, you can just bend. Bend this way. Bend this way, bend this way. So, most young people, when they are being humble, don't notice they are being humble. They don't notice it. Yeah. That's why it's good when God gets you young. You don't notice the things you are doing are humble things. Yes. You don't, you don't notice so many of the things you are doing that it is humble. Yeah. But as you get older, you notice and feel more. That's why... God usually, by a certain age, he's not working with you anymore. Yes. yes. Because you are not likely to make another change in your life. You are not likely to make another change in your life. Oh, yes. Yes. When they come, say, oh, I know this. No, this I know this. I've heard this all. Oh, I've been before. I've been before. Is it not uh, this and that? And I know, I know all those things. It's not that I'm proud, but I know it. No, I've been going. You you think I've not been going? I go. (laughs) Hey. Hey. That's why it's good to find God when you are young. Um, When when he tells you something, you never think it's him. When God told me to, I should leave everything and give myself. I never, the word humility is the last word that came to my mind. I should give myself that I'm humbling my whole. The last thing. 
when we started this campus, we have camp meetings. There were no rooms to sleep in. Yeah, there were some uncompleted places there. Everybody slept. They all said, all the boys slept in one hall. All the ladies slept and then they bathed outside. Oh yeah, we, were, we never occurred to us that we were humble. But if I ask some of you to sleep outside, whatever, to bath with snakes and so on, you see that, oh, are you serious? Will you bath with snakes yourself? <laughs> when you are young, humility doesn't occur to you. You'll be doing all the right things, but it doesn't. As you get older, everything occurs. Mm. When they say, Ben, mm. when you are married and they say, Ben, over, I say, mm. When they say ten of us, what, what are you saying? You see wives telling their husband, I'm not a prostitute, you know. I'm not a prostitute. One wife, she told her husband, these things you are asking me to do, right? Those who are doing them are paid to do what they are doing. That's why they are bending over, turning around, making noises, screaming, banking, scraping, shouting. They are paid. I I don't get anything for all this hard work. You are entering every new dimension. Every standing, please. Every standing. Stand to your feet, everybody. No, I've not finished preaching. I've said, stand to your feet. I want you to pray because there's not even one person in this room, no matter who you are, whom God doesn't have something for you to do that is humble, to take you either in the same room greater or to take you to another room that you are not in. Yes. There's nobody here like that. Mm. You are the one I'm speaking to. There is everybody, including myself, there is always something humble that you are supposed to do. When you do it, you are going to the next step. If it is not done, you will not go to the next room. And then if you do, you will become greater in the same thing or you move to the next room. This is Jesus' formula. Your holy hands. Holy hands. Speak to God for yes. the spirit of revelation. Lord Jesus, reveal to me. Reveal to me. The spirit of revelation, Lord, and wisdom. Reveal to me, Lord, what I must do. 
in the name of Jesus to enter to enter to become greater in that office to enter into another dimension yes Lord show me Lord open my eyes Lord cause me to know Lord what is that you tend that I must make who is that person that I must acknowledge in the name of Jesus what is that sorry that I must say Lord in the name of Jesus what is it that I must do Lord open my eyes Lord show me Lord reveal to me Lord Ilabasi kabahaya laparendo romosi bahaterimosi ipadese liparanderimosi andirimaya aparantase petirimaha elimahaya in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus what have I broken that I must reverse in the name of Jesus what laws have I broken oh God that I need to reverse Lord in the name of Jesus what have I done to undermine my authority in the name of Jesus what have I said what have I imagined what have I done Lord what must I do Lord in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Lord I want to be greater in the pastoral office in the apostolic office in the prophetic office in the teaching office in the evangelistic office what must I do Lord what must I do Lord to enter to enter what is it oh God that when I do it will make me humble it will make me humble it will convert me oh God and cause me Lord to increase in that office to enter into another dimension in the name of Jesus 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 Ripahande Sabaria Elimoshi Bahale Mandakabakabe Riataranda Zomokibaha Arandele Mosibaha Bale Mosibaha Maparate Mianda Rimose Ipaparande Mahaya Oh come on, Lamanda Riman Delemose Rimahani Masepelemose Ilabaha 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 Show me Lord What is that thing oh God That I must do Lord My God to become humble To be humble oh God So that my God You cause me to enter To enter oh God into that new dimension that I desire. There is this new dimension that I desire. Lord, what must I do to be humble, oh God? To be humble, Lord, so that my God, you push me into it in the name of Jesus. 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 In the the office that I stand, Lord, I want to become greater. I want to go higher, oh God. What must I do? Show me, Lord. Reveal to me, Lord. Reveal to me, Lord. Open my eyes. Give me the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation.
the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation, the spirit of knowledge in the name of Jesus. Rimahaya, Matase Bilibaha, Eparandeze, Makapapala Masebia, Liparande, Zikale, Ranto, Zibahanda, Apanda Shipendi Mahate, Liperendoromo Zibaha, Ilabasekeli Mahala, Lipapalaba. Help me to make that U10, Lord. There is this U10 that I must make, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It takes humility for me to make that U10. Lord, help me. Give me the strength, O oh God. Give me the strength, O oh God. Give me the revelation that if I can make this U10, O oh God, I will enter into a new dimension. Things will become better for my life, for my ministry, oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Aratiri moziba hanta, lepe piriba hando zima a, eparando zibiki boloma ha, makanda le matodima antosi, mikoloma a, mambarandere mozibe kiribo, ilabahala. I need to say sorry, Lord. I need to say sorry, Lord. Yes, Lord, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Let those words come out of my heart, O God. Out of my mouth, O God. Out of the depths of my heart, O God. In the name of Jesus. So that I can enter. So that I may enter. So that I may enter into the kingdom of a greater pastor. Into the kingdom of a greater apostle. Into the kingdom of a greater prophet. Into the kingdom of a greater evangelist into the kingdom of a greater teacher. Whatever you have called me, Lord. Lord, there are different dimensions. There are greater dimensions. There are offices of God that you desire that I enter. But Lord, help me, Lord, to do that thing, Lord. To find that thing, oh God, that I must do, Lord, in humility, that I'll be released, oh God, that I'll be transformed, oh God, into that dimension, into that greater office. In the name of Jesus, grant me revelation right now, Lord. Grant me, my God, inside, oh God. Give me the wisdom, Lord, in the name of Jesus, to know what to do, Lord. Give me the strength, oh God, to do what I know I must do. Give me the strength, Lord, to do what I know I must do. Ramasibaha Lepakabili Bahatiri Mande Sede Maha Ilababa Leparando Zima Takalaba Arabari Mosebe Libolo Limpa 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 Landu Sububuka Ilibahateri Mode Liparandere Mosibaha Lampari Mahala Ipondo Zimantande Zebi Mande Makaribe bebe liporomondi mahandisa mane mende irindo sibaha liara miandere mozimonto sibehe ipalama rimando sepe liparaba batarimo sibahanda epoporuma handesila Yes. Yes. Father, thank you.
for granting us this great blessing. Yes, Lord. This great opportunity. Mm. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Lift your hands. No, don't lift your hands. Put your hands on your eyes. Father, open our eyes to know, to see, to understand where, what we need to do. Jesus, what we need to do, what step of humility is so necessary to enter the next room that you have destined. So it shall come to pass that many that are standing here shall find their place in the kingdom through this key. Many that are here shall enter the rooms, the room of God, the room of ministry, the room of the prophets, the room of the evangelist, the room of the pastor, the room of the apostle. For Jalera for the seat of government shall be granted unto them. For the seat shall be given to the humble one. The seat shall be given to him that has prevailed. To him, to her that has prevailed. To overcome. To be humble. For one of the greatest attainments is the attainment of humility. Therefore, grace is given to you now to be humble. Supernatural ability is given to you to be humble. To be humble today and to be humble tomorrow. For he shall come in the midst of you in the last days. Shall walk through the congregation, the field of souls. And shall select one from another. And shall call out one instead of calling out the other. He shall call out the humble ones. He shall pick out the humble ones. And call them to their high places. For the Lord shall cause thee to ride upon thy high places. When he has found in thee the humility that is appropriate. That is necessary carry his glory therefore fear not fear not for what I shall call you to do is easier than the consequences of not doing it it's easier mal ar mahoran al the call to humility and humbling yourself is easier than the alternative to the humility which I have called you to. Says the Spirit of the Lord. Do not reject this message for it's delivered by my servant, the prophet, to you. It's delivered to save you 
is delivered to help you. It's delivered to bring you higher by taking you lower. Therefore, do not reject it, but receive it. And it will, it will be a great blessing to you. Holy hands. Jesus, thanks. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your humble ones. Thank you for many children, Lord. Many, many of us shall serve you gloriously. In Jesus' name. Amen. You know, one day I was sent to I was sent. I didn't even know that I was being sent. Maybe. I was sent to uh, a church. This church has some pastors in a certain country. Now, when I got to this church, they took me around the hall, the facilities. Beautiful. Very beautiful. And uh, to the bookshop also. Very beautiful. So, when I was going, I think the pastor is the one who said, oh, I, I should pray you know, with them. So when I prayed, I prayed, Lord, bless these pastors with humility. You know, and I tell you, I didn't find them proud. But you see, I had been spoken to, been spoken to by the Holy Spirit that humility is a very great thing. I wanted God to give them the best gift because it's the one that makes you greatest. But so when I finished praying, they were standing, like I'm standing here, the one was here, the brother here, we're like four, five people. Father, do it! When I finished praying, you know, on a couple of occasions in churches, I've been directly confronted by pastors. You know, one time I went to preach somewhere, the pastor confronted me directly. Why should you preach this? I mean, straight. This one, they confronted me directly. Why, why do you pray for us for humility? You think we are proud? Eh? You think whatever. So when you, you pray, you just pray that we should be humble. You pray for humility. Oh, the whole thing turned funny. And I was, but I couldn't even explain the revelation that I have just been sharing with you. I said, sorry. And then I left. The next time I heard of them, the pastor was in prison. The assistant was scattered. And the whole church was off. A great, oh yeah. It's a, it's a true story. I prayed for God to bless them with humility. The next I had, the pastor was in prison. And the whole church was cut. They even split up. And what have you. So, God maybe sent me there to give them a message. And I believe God is giving us a message today. Yeah. 
is showing us that there is a next step. Maybe I should call it the next step. The next step. So don't, 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 don't think you are, you are, once you are a human being, a message of humility is important. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I found pride to be like hypertension. Hypertension has a lot of qualities like pride. It's silent. Most people with hypertension don't know they have hypertension. And number two, 90% of hypertension, the cause is unknown. Yes. And 90% of pride, the cause is unknown. Like the real reason why you are proud, nobody knows. What do you have? What are you? Where are you from? What are you achieving? Why are you speaking such big words? What have you accomplished? 90% of high blood pressure, the cause is unknown. And 90% of pride, the reason is not known why you will be speaking. Why, why will you talk like this? Why are you proud in your mind? And it is silent in most cases. And if you don't check hypertension, it causes an explosion in your brain and you die from blood shed inside your head. And the same thing with pride. If you don't check it, pride goes before a fall. But it's not true. The prince said that it's worse than pride goes before a fall. Pride goes before destruction. The prince said that it's worse than a fall. It's not a fall. It's a destruction. You put that scripture, pride goeth before destruction. Not a fall. Yes, pride goeth before destruction. You will be destroyed by pride. Are you listening? Yes, yes. Yes. Pride is invisible and it attracts demons. Yes. You know, one time I was invited to a conference like this. You know, and I was not happy with some things, I think. And I found myself murmuring. Yes. Found myself murmuring. I saw demons in the spirit coming for me. Yeah. I saw demons in the spirit coming for me. So be careful. I've had people coming to the Bible school and criticizing me after I've looked after them for three years, four years. They have said things. Because you see, when you come near Jesus, you can become Judas. Always remember. When you come near Jesus, you can become Judas. Yes. And coming near Jesus can be your undoing. If Judas had even just been in town as just a member, it would have been okay. But I have to come near Jesus and then look at what has happened. You'll never be Judas. You will never be Judas. Yes. Take your seats.
I hope you are being blessed by the Holy Spirit. Because it's the Holy Spirit who is talking to you. How many feel the Holy Spirit is just discussing something with you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Discussing with you what is good for you, what is necessary. Now, we are going to receive an offering. The last offering that we are going to be taking for today. Maybe the last, maybe we may have another one, I don't know, but at least the last offering. Just consider this to be the last opportunity to give. If you didn't bring your envelope earlier, you can bring it now. Ah, that's a man. Yeah. Yeah, this is a man. Yeah. Yes. This is a man who plays with the lions. And we are asking you, can you do the same? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Do you want to do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? So when you take your church members and they are lions, you get it? You see that you cannot control them in a certain way. Because if there's some authority you don't have. Yeah. And it's not just just get up and start talking to lions. Shut up. Sit down. Do this. <laughs> yes. Look at that man. Authority. This is authority. Show us on the screen, my friend. Hey. fantastic (laughs) so when you see an apostle controlling lion churches (laughs) you must know that there's there's maybe something else that you don't know that you've not done with those lions for them to just see you as something they love you rather than eat you up but there are people who love you can eat you yes Take your offering, please. This is your last chance to give something wonderful. Amen. And I know you are going to be blessed. 
Oh Jesus, thanks. Yes. Are you lifting your offering up high? Father, thanks a million. Thank you for this conference. Thank you for your beautiful gift that you give to us. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you thanks. In the mighty name of Jesus. Bless everyone as we build mountain-like churches for your glory. We give you thanks and praise. In the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. All right, please come to the front and sow your seed, your envelopes, everything that you have for the Lord. Rise up and come. Rise up and come. Come all the way. Don't, don't say I'll give later. No, no, this is the time. This is the hour. Give your best now. We are going into the next session. But I want us to give so that we are finished with offerings at least. Sow your seed. Come all the way. Plant a special seed to support the conference. To support the ministry. Really, have you received freely? Give. How many enjoyed the museum? Some of you were there. Beautiful. How many have not been able to go there yet? The Library of the Anointing. Oh, why have you not been able to go? You are not interested. Okay. If you are interested in anointing, you must be there. Take your time and go through. It is a great blessing. Amen. Father, thank you for every gift that we have given today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's welcome Jolene for...
suffer from scorn, scoffers and mockers. So I send you to toil for me alone. I send you to bind the brokenhearted, to work and to weep over lost and wandering souls, to bear the Will you do what I tell you? 
will you go?